Welcome to the Live to 110 podcast. My name is Wendy Myers. You can find me on livedo110.com. And my co-host Kate Behan is a Pilates and Soul Cycle instructor and a fellow health coach. And you can find her on fitness-broad.com. Hi, Kate. How are you? I'm great, Wendy. How are you? I'm good. Uh, today, I, we're going to be talking about toxic beauty products and why you should be avo- avoiding certain toxic products and which products you know I've been using for a long time and I recommend. Recommend. I've been trying. I've tried everything out there, and so I just thought I'd shed some light on this subject today. But uh, but first, Kate, why don't you do our super annoying disclaimer? Okay. Please keep in mind that the Live to 110 podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease or health condition. This podcast is solely informational in nature. Please consult your healthcare, healthcare practitioner before attempting in any treatment you hear on the show. Yes, do not use one of these creams unless you consult your doctor. Please. So uh, today, uh, you know, we're going to be talking about toxic beauty products because... Many, they don't really realize that the chemicals in their personal care products are making them fat and contributing to health problems and rashes and even cancer and all kinds of, you know, metabolic disorders. And, you know, I just thought it was really important that we bring attention to this really important topic, um, which is often, which is, you know, it's an often overlooked aspect of healthcare because there are just too many natural alternatives out there to be bothering with all the toxic commercially available shampoos and soaps, deodorants and perfumes, et cetera, that are out there. And, uh, you know, so I just wanted to do a show about it. Yeah. This is actually really interesting to me because I have been trying to incorporate more natural products into what I'm using. It is harder for me to use, you know, makeup wise. I find it's harder, but um, as far as the other stuff go, it's a little bit easier to find, you know, face, face cream and all that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, I've heard some of the natural ones have been bought out by the big beauty companies and then they start reformulating the healthy natural products and, and then they make them toxic again. Yeah, I know. It's really confusing. Um, but you know, a lot of people don't realize that, you know, some of your beloved natural brands like Burt's Bees got bought out by a big, huge company. I'm not sure which one, probably Procter & Gamble. And then they start reformulating the products to contain toxic ingredients. And I'm not saying Burt's Bees has toxic ingredients. Um, for the most part, they seem to have uh, just maintained the natural ingredients. And um, for the most part, maybe not the fragrance aspect of it. Um, I know that with Tom's too, toothpaste. Yeah, for sure, Tom's, that was bought out, totally reformulated, has a lot of not-so-natural ingredients in it, Um, and it is confusing, so today I'm going to explain all the chemicals that you should be avoiding and what they do to your metabolism and health in layman's terms so everyone can understand, and I'm going to recommend specific products that I've used over the years that I think are amazing products. And um, so, like, Kate, what's what's your beauty regimen like? What natural products are you using right now? I use, as a toner, I've been using apple cider vinegar mixed with water. Oh, that's it good. It's, it's really, really good. It helps. Because my skin gets a little red. I have, like, some rosacea type stuff, and it helps a lot with that. And it's not too drying and everything. And I use... <clears throat> well, I, I bet you smell like a peach after oh, that, yeah, that apple cider vinegar. Well. <laughs> It's also good for deodorant too, actually. Ah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
and I also, I use MSM cream. It's good for like acne scars and stuff. And it's also good for your muscles. I actually got it because I have a pulled muscle on my quad. And then I was reading up on it online and it was, all these people had this like, these terrible acne scars on their face and MSM cream like totally made them look amazing. So I've been using that on like my face and it's been working really well too. Oh really? That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard MSM. It's like a sulfur based yeah. product. So it doesn't smell like sulfur. I'll just say it does not smell like sulfur. Otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. It's good for your joints too. It's just to help like rebuild your joints. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So are you, are you using any kind of like natural makeup at all? I mean, not really. I like just went to NARS yesterday. <laughs> oh, I know. Their colors are so alluring. I know. I did. I mean, I the foundation that I use is Kojendo, which is this Japanese brand that is all natural. Uh-huh. But as far as makeup goes, that's the only, the only, like the foundation is the only thing that I use. It's hard. It's so hard to find a good beauty, like makeup product that is good enough and it's all natural I think yeah I know because I, I just spent so much money on all my damn makeup that I never use and the thought of replacing it all pains me so much because I've literally have spent thousands of dollars like on this huge makeup collection where I used to yeah. wear makeup every day you have the best makeup yeah it's all like old and fill the bacteria you know <laughs> And the problem is they just don't make natural MAC, okay? It's just, uh, and the colors are so good. And some of the natural makeup products, they, they're having, you know, better and better lines. There's a lot of stuff online. And there's a, like a Whole Foods, they've got some pretty decent lines. But they just don't have the color range that I, I like. You know, like really sparkly eyeshadows and stuff like that that you don't really find a lot in the natural lines. But I think that'll be improving, in, you know, in the future. Yeah. And for me, I like now I never wear makeup unless I'm shooting shooting like a health video for the site for live to 110.com. And, you know, if I, I look like I belong in a morgue if I don't put on some blush. So I slather on the toxic sludge and smile for the camera and talk about health. Okay, I'm a fraud, okay? But, <laughs> but I, basically, um, I don't know. I... I when I buy a new product now, I do, uh, I buy a natural one. You know, I, I'm not buying the toxic products anymore. And you know, it's all about, you know, most people, their bathroom and their makeup, it's full of all the toxic products we're going to talk about today. But it's just about replacing everything one at a time. You, you've been using this stuff for decades, so don't worry if or feel like you had to just throw everything out and replace everything. It's, it's really expensive, a lot of these products that we buy. So just think about the next time you buy something, you know, buy something natural, buy something healthier, healthier choice. Just use up your old stuff and just start the transition. Ugh, depressing. Yeah, I know. I know it is. If you would have come to NARS with me yesterday. <laughs> oh, girl, I would have gone nuts. I'm dying for a new blush. <laughs> I just got this really nice new lip color. It's like really, really bright. Oh, really? <laughs> natural. So you look like a, a little tart when you go out in LA? Yes. Yeah. All the single ladies. All um, the single ladies. So how's your book coming along? Really good. Um, you know, in preparation for this podcast, I actually started working on the toxic beauty products section of the book and exactly how they make you gain weight and how they affect your metabolism and damage it because obviously that's what my book is about um, when diet and exercise are not enough 
eliminating your roadblocks to weight loss. And, you know, people just don't realize that their shampoo is making them fat. You know? So we'll get into that on today's show, too. Um, but, you know, I'm also super pumped to announce that I wrote a weight loss book a few months ago that I'm finally able to make available on the site. So if you go to live to 110.com, it's available to download for free. And it's called Live to 110 by Weighing Less, as light as a leaf of arugula. And uh, it's basically just a, a simple weight loss book, uh, e-guide filled with, uh, you know, science-backed tips from the latest research about diet and exercise and other tips like cravings and stress, how to avoid cravings or how to conquer them. And so this is all to help you get started on the right path to lose weight. Uh, but, you know, it's fairly dense for a free ebook. It's 50 pages and uh, it's going to be available on th- this week or next on the site. So if uh, you listeners go sign up to download it for free, um, if you're interested, you know, in learning some basics on how to lose weight. That's amazing. Or, you know, you can just do three spin classes a day, which I sometimes have to do. <laughs> well, not everyone has the super booty to do that, girl. On with the show and stop narcissistically talking about ourselves. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Um, so you seem to know a lot about beauty products from what I saw when I lived with you, obviously. You always had all kinds of like crazy products in the bathroom. How did you learn about ingredients and beauty products and how they're toxic? Well, you know, as you may have gathered, um, I've always been completely obsessed with personal care products like shampoos and lotions and exfoliants and everything. And I don't know why, but ever since I was a little girl, I was obsessed with skin and how to care for it. And I was just obsessed with preserving my skin and preserving my beauty. And I, I thought that I needed to slather on lotions and potions to have a healthy, youthful, like, youthful-looking skin, you know? And I'd give myself facials. I steamed my skin. You know, I went to really great lengths in my beauty regimen. And I, I literally, in that process, have tried every product on the market. I've read every ingredient label. And honestly, I, I always had a feeling that those long chemical names on the labels could not be good for me. You know, but it's only really in the last decade that I began studying what all those weird chemical names were on the labels. Because like most people, you know, I never questioned the safety of the ingredients of these products. Uh, you know, I just figured the government protected consumers from toxic ingredients and automatically assumed that manufacturers legally and ethically could not put anything in these products that are harmful. But I'm afraid, you know, I was wrong about that. Yeah, that's crazy. Can you give the listeners an example of some of the personal care products that contain toxic ingredients that we should be avoiding? Well, really, you want to avoid all commercial popular brands of shampoo and conditioner, lotion, shaving creams, body wash, hand soaps. Um, This includes all of our beloved brands like, you know, Dove, Finesse, L'Oreal, etc. Hopefully I won't get any uh, nasty letters from them. (laughs) But um, it's mostly you want to avoid anything with fragrance, which is everything. Um, So anything with a smell to it, you shouldn't buy. Um, But we'll get into why in a moment. Um, Essentially, uh, all the products that you buy that you see in your drugstore, department store, membership club, etc., are almost all owned by two companies. And this is really interesting. It's they're owned by L'Oreal or Estee Lauder. 
And this is even if you're at a fancy department store down to the 99 cent store. Um, th these are the parent companies of all the brands that you see. And you know, these companies, they have their little formulas down for preservatives, ingredients um, that make the product smell nice and that give it a nice feel on your face. And you know, they, they've been using these formulas in all their products. So it's a tried and true preservatives, tried and true fragrances. And um, it's just with different packaging and price points for different markets. You know, for instance, the $200 cream at a high-end department store really has nothing in it to warrant that price. And it's really the same thing as a jar of olive, you know, oil of Olay face cream. And, um, you know, it's just marketed to a different crowd. You know, this is a very expensive lesson that I had to learn because one thing to remember is products do not have to be expensive to be good. I did a huge research project. I have a degree in entrepreneurship from USC and I did a huge project on um, my thesis or whatever for my business plan. We had to create a business plan was um, a, a beauty cream that I marketed. So I learned all about the behind the scenes stuff of beauty creams and who owns what and the products that they use and ingredients and yada 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 so it was an eye-opening experience for me that I can share with you that um, you just don't have there's nothing in expensive products that warrant the price there might be like you know certain little patents uh, L'Oreal or SDLR were constantly developing new little ingredients that they can patent and say oh our cream is the only cream with this patented new ingredient but it's it's all a bunch of marketing BS so don't buy it I've heard that a lot of the reason that they are more expensive is literally because of the packaging Oh, absolutely. It is the packaging. You know, and it's advertising. You see those big glossy ads in magazines. That Those are 30 grand plus for each page. You're literally paying for the expenses uh, to market that cream. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are some of the toxic ingredients that you find in the majority of products? Well, um, you know, let me preface our talk about toxins that we're slathering on our bodies by mentioning one thing that people may not realize is that putting chemicals on your skin is far, far worse than ingesting them in food, for instance. Because when you eat something, the enzymes in your saliva and stomach help break it down and flush it out of your body. But when you put these chemicals on your skin, they're absorbed straight into your bloodstream without filtering of any kind. So the toxic chemicals from toiletries and beauty products are largely going directly to your internal organs. So you have to be really careful about what you're putting on your skin. And this is basically why transdermal vitamins and medications work so much better than the oral versions. But you know, there's literally thousands of chemicals used in cosmetics and only a tiny fraction of them have ever been tested for safety. In fact, according to the National Institute of Occupational Safety and Health, nearly 900 of the chemicals used in cosmetics are known to be toxic. And it's really impossible to list them all or talk about all of them. But really the main uh, culprits that you want to avoid include phthalates. That's spelled uh, T-H, uh, I'm sorry, P-H-T-H-A-L-A-T-E-S. It's like, it sounds like phthalates. It's like a really weird spelling. And the next one is parabens, which is a preservative, um, formaldehyde, and 1,4-dioxane. Sounds like a nice little chemical to put on your face yeah god isn't formaldehyde what they preserve dead bodies in <laughs> exactly 
And it preserves your skin beautifully, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, okay, well, I'm glad you said phthalates because there's no way in hell I'd ever be able to figure out how to pronounce that if I saw it written down. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Um, you know, actually, phthalates, you're never going to see that on a label. Uh, but I'll tell you where you'll, you'll find it. Um, you know, the, the, one of the main toxins that you want to avoid on package labels are phthalates, um, which are actually a class of chemicals. You know, phthalates are ingredients used to hold fragrance and color into a product. And they're also used as plastic softeners are pretty much found in any plastic product that is uh, soft. So think your children's toys, uh, your shower curtain, anything that's a soft plastic. And um, unfortunately, phthalates are synthetic estrogens capable of mimicking our natural estrogen in our body. So, you know, this can do a number of things like, you know, make you fat by interfering with normal thyroid function and causing insulin resistance, absolutely contributing to our obesity epidemic. So it's not just because people are overeating calories, it's because all these chemicals are interfering with their metabolism and their thyroid, and that's indirectly making them overweight. Um, these uh, phthalates and other hormone disruptors um, also cause estrogen dominance, um, which is, um, you know, re- it's a related health issues like cancer. Um, but phthalates also have anti-androgenic effects, meaning they counter male sex hormones and affect fetal development, particularly of the male sexual function and male genitals. And they've also been linked to, you know, ADHD, breast cancer, Decreased motor and mental development in children, which you know contributes to you know autism spectrum disorders. Um, they've also been shown to impair um, endogenous cellular defense mechanisms, so our ability of our cells to defend themselves and ability to detoxify. And this is a huge problem in our already toxic world. Um, phthalates. There are also uh, the most common toxin in the body at levels a thousand times the levels of other toxins. And the reason is because they're ubiquitous in our environment. They are everywhere. Um, but the good news is that you can remove phthalates from your body by using an infrared sauna. And this is something I talk a lot about on the podcast and on my website. It's all about the infrared sauna. Um, you can do a near or far infrared. It doesn't matter. Just get in there and start sweating. Um, because or really, you can do a soul cycle class to sweat it out. Oh yeah, very yeah, absolutely. And sweating is good. But the infrared sauna, um, they penetrates, you know, an inch. The near infrared saunas penetrate three inches into your body or six centimeters. Oh, wow. And they are able to get out everything, the deep uh, toxins that are embedded inside your body. So you know, regular sweating gets out some, and that's amazing. You need to sweat every day. But um, the infrared sauna does it a little bit on a deeper level. Okay. Yeah, and so um, so really the, the only way to get these these phthalates out are to sweat them out. And uh, like I said, I've got a blog post on infrared saunas on the site on live2110.com. If anyone is interested in learning about more about infrared saunas, I also have a whole list of sauna places you can go to in Los Angeles or where to find one. You can go to spafinder.com and find a place in your area that has an infrared sauna you can go to. I also have uh, links to... Um, um, people that make them, manufacturers. So all those resources are there for you on the site. 
And um, so phthalates, where are they found? Uh, they're found in thousands of household products from laundry detergent to dish soap to candles to air fresheners to perfume, body lotion, shampoos, dryer sheets, aftershave, hairspray. Um, if it's fragranced, it's got phthalates in it. If it's stanky, get away from it. Do not put it on your body. Because uh, they, um, they're even used in nail polish to keep the polish from becoming brittle and you know chipping off your nails because no one likes it when we go get our manicure and it's chipping off three days later so. makes a you know a polished lady pissed off um but even polishes that are labeled phthalate free are lying um because many have been tested and found to still have phthalates so don't be fooled i've got some nasty unmanicured hands just for this very reason <laughs> Um, but you know, being in so many products, millions of people are using every day. It's, it's really no wonder that they're the most common toxin found in our bodies and they're in everything because almost all personal care products contain fragrances, even the fragrance free ones. Um, because I don't know if you're aware of this, but uh, fragrance free products actually really stink if they don't have perfumes in them. So they have to put chemicals, uh, fragrances in them to make them smell like they don't have a fragrance just to cover up the, the nasty, stinky other ingredients. So that's uh, lovely, isn't it? Yeah. And so uh, so here's the problem with fragrances. Now, fragrance recipes are considered trade secrets. So this means companies don't have to disclose the chemicals contained in a particular, particular fragrance. So the word fragrance can contain a hundred or more nasty chemicals that could be harmful to you. And the, you know, the reason your clothes smell like your detergent or dryer sheets, sheets or the reason that you can smell your shampoo in your hair long after you've washed it is because phthalates have fixed that scent to the fabric or your hair or your skin. So needless to say, um, I recoil when there's some stinky lady next to me uh, drenched in perfume at a restaurant or wherever I am. And I just want to cry out to them like, you're going to get cancer, you know, like drenching yourself in perfume every day. Yeah, I was going to say, my mom actually gets really bad headaches around anyone that has perfume. Yeah. Her body's like smart enough to be like, don't do it. Yeah, I do too. If, you know, I walk in some restaurant or whatever, some Nima Marcus and there's just, I get this waft yeah. of perfume. It does give me a headache every, you know, after a little while. And a lot of people are really in tune with their bodies and sensitive to that. And there's a reason because it's, it's your bodies are telling you it's not good for you. It's toxic. So, you know, really the best thing you can do to avoid phthalates is to, you know, avoid products with fragrance in them. And um, you'll see these on the ingredient label mainly as the word fragrance and perfume, um, real fancy way uh, to name a toxin. Perfume makes it sound French. And um, but you sometimes you'll see the word phthalate um, on the label. Um, but basically, if a cosmetic is scented, it contains phthalates. And that goes for soaps, lotions, deodorants, dryer sheets, laundry detergent, you name it. Um, but if you've got to have your little stinky smells, then buy products with essential oils. And um, pretty much any company that's going to the expense of putting essential oils in their products are going to list it on the ingredient list. They're not going to have the word fragrance or perfume. Um, there's a lot of natural products I see at Whole Foods that have the word fragrance, and that's because it's a synthetic fragrance, the exact ones we're trying to avoid. So get the ones uh, that say essential oils on them. 
Um, what about parabens? I'm literally <clears throat> reading this eyeshadow I just bought, and I'm noticing there are three different things that say paraben: methyl paraben, butyl paraben, and propyl paraben. Yeah, not good. <laughs> I know. Unfortunately, and that's the case with a lot of products. Most makeup and other personal care products all have phthalates because they got to be preserved. Um, parabens are basically preservatives and um, these are why the products last for years on the shelf and just think about it you know L'Oreal or Estee Lauder makes all kinds of products thousands of products many of which are sold all over the world and they have to put preservatives in them so they last for months in storage and shipping and at the retailer um, prior to its being sold and then when you get it home, you want it to last for years on your shelf or in your shower. You don't want your eyeshadow disintegrating or separating or your shampoo um, just not working uh, six months after you bought it or a year. You want that sucker to last for years. So consumers have unrealistic expectations about how, they, how long they want their products to last. And this is why manufacturers put preservatives in the products, you know, because you'd probably be pretty mad if you paid $100 for a face cream and it went bad in a year. Um, but pretty much you can avoid parabens by buying products with no preservatives or natural preservatives like grapeseed oil and vitamin E. They also put vitamin E in foods to help preserve them because it does a really good job of preserving our bodies and preserving processed foods and beauty care products. And uh, basically as far as the health concerns with parabens, um, they are estrogenic, contributing to our already estrogenic environment. And they basically mimic estrogens in our bodies the same way that phthalates do. And excess estrogens promote obesity, cancer, estrogenization of males, especially in utero, deformed or poorly formed male genitalia, which is a huge problem that a lot of people are not talking about. Infertility, female uterine issues like endometriosis and PCOS or polycystic ovarian syndrome. And, and just think about these ingredients. Phthalates and parabens are found in the same products. So our environment has become so estrogenic because of these two ingredients. And, you know, also due to pesticides, you know, but that's a whole other ball of wax we won't get into. Um, so you, you have to do whatever you can to reduce your exposure to these estrogenic substances. So what you can do is simply avoid mainstream commercial products and all of which contain parabens like shampoos, conditioners, makeup, toothpaste, lubricant, your personal lubricant, shaving gel, moisturizers, sunscreens, um, even, uh, it's just amazing the, the range of products that have these uh, the parabens in them. And, but these are easy to spot because they're clearly labeled. Um, they will show up on the ingredient label as propylparaben, isopropylparaben, methylparaben, butylparaben, and isobutylparaben. So they're not, not easy to spot. So exactly what I just saw on my, <laughs> yeah. my new eyeshadow. Yeah. Um, what about some of the other toxic ingredients you mentioned? Where are those found? Well, formaldehyde is one. Um, it preserves dead bodies, like you mentioned. Yeah. Um, but it also preserves beauty products. It's nice, <laughs> huh? And uh, this ingredient is carcinogenic to human beings. This is without a doubt. Um, yet it's used freely in personal care products. And you'll see it listed on the ingredient label as DMDM hydration. Sounds like it'd be hydrating, right? Um, this, is a, this is a tough one to uh, pronounce. It's I'm a diazolidal urea. 
and diazolide dinylurea. <laughs> I can't believe I said that. And um, then the, the next one is 1,4-dioxane. Um, this is a very problematic ingredient. And it's even found in organic products, unfortunately. And so it's used to make harsh ingredients more mild, like detergents. And um, the health issues associated with 1,4-dioxane is that it is known to cause cancer. Um, it's also suspected of being a, a tic- a, being toxic to the kidneys. Um, it's known to be toxic to the brain, uh, cause respiratory problems, and according to the California EPA. And it's also a leading groundwater contaminant. So this is why you want to drink spring water. It doesn't have these issues. So a new study commissioned by the Organic Consumers Association, the OCA, found that many leading natural and organic brands of shampoos, body washes, and lotions do in fact contain the 1,4-dioxane. And so some of these brands that you want to avoid, unfortunately, are the ones that are probably sitting on your shower shelf right now if you're health conscious about your beauty products, is Jason, uh, Giovanni, Kiss My Face, and Nature's Gate Organics. Uh, Unfortunately, strangely, um, a lot of these products have the word organic in the product name, but they're not actually organic. Um, It's just kind of a marketing term that they're using. Um, So uh, your product is not organic unless it has a USDA 100% certified organic seal on the label. So don't be fooled by just the word organics in the the product name. So basically to avoid the 1,4-dioxane, you want to avoid products with ingredient names including uh, Mirith, Olith, Loreth, I sound like I have a lisp, <laughs> or like reading a Dr. Seuss book. Yeah, exactly. And green eggs and ham. And so you ought, this means um, you want to avoid sodium lorith sulfates, satirith, um, any other eth, PEG, polyethylene, polyethylene glycol, and poly polyzyethylene or oxanol. Oxanol you're going to see in pretty much all of your chemical-based sunscreens. That's why I recommend mineral-based sunscreens. Um, actually, I was going to add that to the podcast today, but I forgot. I'm sorry. Uh, sunscreens are a real big issue. We'll do that maybe another podcast. Um, but there's really so many more toxic ingredients, but you know we only have an hour, so I just wanted to like touch on the main ones. And I'm going to do a blog post about this soon too. And you can also look in the, the transcript notes and uh, you can get like the uh, the spelling of everything that I'm talking about here. So don't worry about it. It'll be up on the podcast in a couple of days. Um, but there's also one other ingredient um, that's kind of controversial called propylene glycol. Um, people, they like to get all worked up over it, um, but it's not nearly as bad as people think. It's in a lot of like underarm deodorants and other like face creams that makes them real slippery, gives them like a nice little slippery, smooth feel on your face. Um, it's a form of mineral oil, um, but it's also called antifreeze. It's the stuff that you put in your car engine. Nice, huh? And uh, propylene glycol, it, the problem with it is it can uh, provoke allergic reactions in people with eczema or other skin allergies or sensitivities. And um, there's been, there's some research out there conducted, like you know, 20, 30 years ago that documented toxic effects after repeated exposures to 
um, small doses of propylene glycol. Um, but some studies show that it can cause cancer in really high doses, but this is not the doses we're getting using our natural deodorant. Um, it's, it's also commonly found in a lot of, uh, like the natural products, like I said, but I, I don't really worry about this ingredient as much, um, but it can be a problem if you're sensitive or getting a lot of exposure to it. So if you, um, you know, get like a rash on your underarms, uh, a rash anywhere, just maybe skip the product, the propylene glycol and see if it clears up. Yeah. Um, well, what about toothpaste? I mean, there's a lot of controversy about fluoride and toothpaste. Is it really, like, does it prevent cavities? Well, you know, most toothpaste and washes contain, and mouthwashes contain fluoride. Um, they, they also contain things like triclosan and saccharin and petroleum-based artificial colors, you know, things that you really don't want in your body. And I actually just did a podcast with uh, Carol Vanderstoop, author of Mouth Matters. You can find it at mouthmattersbook.com. And it's an amazing book about um, all things about biological dentistry. You know, you can check that out on the podcast. And she said um, that it does strengthen the enamel, that fluoride does strengthen the enamel or, you know, outside layer of the teeth. But this dense outer layer, if it gets, it makes it kind of too thick and strong. So it prevents dentists from being able to detect cavities until they're really large. And it's, so it's kind of backfiring and... There's also a lot of studies that show that since flor- since fluoridation of the water, cavities have only increased. I mean, this could be also due to a, a lot of sh- increased sugar that we have in our diet. But, you know, the studies are showing that the, the fluoridation of the water is not reducing cavities. It does not prevent cavities. It prevents dentists from detecting cavities on your x-rays until they're really large and much more problematic. And you know, it's really one of the biggest myths out there that fluoride prevents cavities. You know, fluoride is very toxic. It absolutely contributes to cancer, osteoporosis, thyroid disease, uh, which in turn contributes to the obesity epidemic, and, and just so many health issues. I can't even mention them all. It's insane. And you know, people don't realize fluoride is a halogen. It's a chemical that's just like chlorine and bromine. Bromine's found in all the breads. It's a dose softener. And these halogens can be compete with iodine for absorption in our bodies and suppress thyroid function. They compete um, against our thyroid hormones, uh, which are made out of iodine. But when you're exposed to too much fluoride and other halogens, which you are every time you take a shower, drink tap water, even if it's filtered, um, and brush your teeth with fluoride toothpaste, you are blocking production of thyroid hormones. And without adequate thyroid hormones, your metabolism nosedives and you get fat. And this is exactly my problem right now. I just have 20 pounds to lose, but I can't. It's really difficult because my thyroid isn't working because I have spent, you know, 40 years being exposed to all these halogens and brushing with fluoride toothpaste and yada, yada, yada. So I try to reduce my exposure as much as possible to halogens like fluoride. Um, But sadly, I have never seen a fluoride-free toothpaste at a drugstore or grocery store Except maybe Tom's. Usually they'll have the whole line of Tom's, but not the fluoride-free versions. So you've got to go to a health food store, Whole Foods, or online to get it. Lots of great toothpastes online. 
So also, you do not want to get fluoride treatments from your dentist, especially you don't want to pay the extra money to get this toxin put in your body on your teeth. So I really don't know why so many dentists are clueless about the absolutely known health risks of fluoride ingestion. And um, I think the problem is that most think that small exposures occasionally are fine, um, but this is not what's happening in the real world with exposure to halogens like fluoride. And there's just there's a reason that one in five people are on thyroid medication. So you know you just want to avoid all these toxic ingredients by purchasing natural fluoride-free toothpaste and mouthwashes, preferably organic. At home, I personally use essential oxygen organic brushing rinse, uh, but you can also make um, this exact mouthwash at home with uh, water, baking soda, uh, or sea salt. Uh, of course, you want to use aluminum-free baking soda, um, hydrogen peroxide, you know, and a drop of peppermint or tea tree oil, whichever you prefer. Um, but be sure, like I said, the uh, baking soda is aluminum-free. Um, because this is this does not include Arm and Hammer brand. It's full of aluminum, and the baking soda basically it serves to neutralize acid in the mouth and pre- actually prevent cavities, uh, because it's the acid that you know eat away at your enamel and cause cavities. Um, and you can even just put baking soda in water and rinse your mouth out with this mixture. This is uh, this is what I do after brushing my chompers. <laughs> Sounds like a good alternative. Yeah, it's cheap too. What about deodorants? How do you expect us to live without our deodorants, Wendy? I sweat a lot, okay? <sighs> I know. This is a tough one. Uh, my problem is I really don't sweat very easily, so I don't get super stinky or super sweaty. So I was I was fine parting with my antiperspirant. Um, but most people really don't like to be stinky and sweaty for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've just you know, had to get myself uh, used to kind of having, you know, being a little sticky in my pits and maybe smelling like some funky chicken soup here and there. Um, But, you know, others are not so fortunate. Some really get real stinky. Uh, But, you know, the reality is you want to avoid all deodorants that you can buy at a grocery or drugstore or Target, Um, even the natural ones like the Crystal. A lot of people think they're doing themselves some favor by uh, using the crystal, but it contains lots of aluminum, just like the regular deodorant. So I don't know how it became so popular. Probably because it works, because people are like, oh, it's natural, it works, huh? But it contains aluminum, which is what's uh, soaking up all the moisture. But aluminum is a known neurotoxin that causes all kinds of problems in your body. Uh, breast cancer tumors are full of aluminum. And uh, this is not surprising since, you know, we've been rubbing this stuff on our armpits for decades. But just because it's present doesn't mean it causes breast cancer. It's just, it could be a contributing factor. It just happens to be in uh, a lot of breast tumors. Um, It's also one of those heavy metals that has an affinity for, um, you know, your your, your neurons um, and your brain. And it gets stored in the fat tissue of the brain. Uh, my daughter is, uh, as many listeners know, is mildly autistic, and I did a hair mineral analysis um, on her, and it showed that she was aluminum toxic. And this is a, this is really a common occurrence in autistic children or children on the autism spectrum, spectrum disorder, um, or any child with a developmental delay. So this stuff is no joke. It is absolutely toxic to the brain and prevents children from being able to learn and have their brains develop. 
<clears throat> and uh, it also contributes to Alzheimer's. Um, many, many studies now show that aluminum contributes to Alzheimer's. There's a reason that the majority of people, 50 plus, 50% plus people, um, experience dementia in the form of Alzheimer's or Parkinson's and uh, unspecified dementia. So it's a huge, huge problem. And uh, deodorants and antiperspirants also contain da dangerous chemicals that we've already talked about, including the phthalates, the parabens, the artificial colors, talc. A lot of people don't realize talc is not good for us either. It, uh, when we breathe it, we breathe it in. Um, it's really these tiny particles that can get stuck in our lungs and cannot get out. So you do not want to be having talc around you if you have any respiratory problems. And uh, for me, the deodorants that I've used that I really like are um, the natural ones um, called Lavalin. I really like that brand. It, it absorbs moisture like a toxic commercial deodorant, um, but it also kills bacteria that cause odor for seven days. So some people can get away with putting it on just every few days. And you can get that one online. Um, I love Nourish Organic Deodorant. Um, it's the vanilla almond scent is really nice, but they've got four other scents. And I really love all of their products. Um, Where do you get that from Whole Foods or? Um, yeah, I yeah they I have seen the other products like the hand washes and body washes at Whole Foods. I don't know they may have the deodorant. Um, I also have an Amazon store that you can uh, you go on the website and click on the Amazon store button. And I have all the products that I'm recommending here today on the Amazon store. You can get them online to Vitacost.com has them. Um, but you know, sadly, you're not going to find a natural antiperspirant uh, that stops sweating. You're only going to find deodorants because the antiperspirant um, aspect of a deo, uh, you know, an underarm stick is aluminum. So that's you're going to find them in every single commercial product. So unfortunately, um, that's why it's in all the products. So you just have to learn to deal. You have to just learn to deal with being a little bit sweaty. Um, or go bum style and wash your pits in the sink a few times a day. <laughs> you know, you got to do what you got to do. Um, you know, people manage. People manage without deodorants. So uh, you can also make your own natural deodorant um, by mixing coconut oil, baking soda, and shea butter. You know, I've never tried it, but it sounds like a good idea. It sounds like it might work. I want to try that. Yeah, I, I need to try it. Just check it out how it works. Can you give the listeners some other recommendations for good natural or alternative products? Like, what do you use other than that deodorant stuff? Well, um, oh, well, first let me go over some of the, the general rules when buying products. Um, realistically, most people just need to buy organic products. Uh, remember the pesticides and, to and synthetic toxic chemicals will be in your natural shower and shaving goodies unless they're organic. And, uh, the, you know, these organic products, they cannot be made with synthetic ingredients, pesticides, or the weird chemicals that you see in most personal care products on the store shelves. And unfortunately, they're not always cheap, um, but you can get reasonable prices at places like Vitacost.com that I mentioned. A lot of times, the products are 30% or even 50% less than they are at Whole Foods or other uh, health stores. Um, but you also want to be aware, like I mentioned before, products that say organic on the package, but not in the ingredients. Um, a product should be 100% organic and have the USDA green circle um, logo on the product. And that's the so only... messed up. Huh? I know. Messed up. They shouldn't be able to do that. That's so crazy. 
Yeah, unfortunately with these products, there's not a lot of government regulation or oversight. And marketers can pretty much do whatever they want. Uh, the new ingredients, chemicals that come on the market are not tested for safety. It's just, it's really messed up. So as a consumer, you got to be a smart consumer and protect yourself and take responsibility for your health. And that's what exactly what the Live to 110 podcast is about, is uh, teaching people how to do that. Um, because no one is looking out for you. Only you are. So, you know, unless the product is 100% organic, um, you're likely going to be getting some synthetic toxic chemicals in the product. I I see a lot of uh, marketers doing some sneaky stuff, like they'll have 70% organic or mostly organic ingredients, but then the other ones, that it sounds good, but that gives them leeway to stick some synthetic toxic ingredients in the rest of the product. So just go, go, just go organic. Just uh, do away with all that marketing BS. Don't be fooled. Um, you can also just buy straight up single ingredient products like olive oil to wash your face or coconut oil to condition your hair and your skin. I love coconut oil as a moisturizer. It's kind of a dry oil. It's really nice. Yeah, I use it on my face too. Yeah, it's really great. Um, you can get shea butter or almond oil to moisturize your skin. and um, This way you know you're getting an all natural product. Of course, buy 100% organic. Um, but you know, before purchasing a product, um, you can see how your products rate and the toxic substances that they contain in the Environmental Working Group's Skin Deep Guide. Um, you can find them at ewg.org. And they also have an app coming out soon where you can scan your desired product in the store and see the toxic ingredients that it might contain and how that ingredient rates in their database. They have like a little grading scale, I think like one to eight, where you can see um, if that ingredient's really, really toxic or carcinogenic or if it's okay. And so it's really an incredibly comprehensive database that, and it's one that I refer to again and again before spending the money to buy a product. And as far as some of the products that I use and recommend, uh, there's one line called Primal Organics, uh, Primal Primal Life Organics. And you can find them on uh, primalorganics.com. And there's also, I have a little ad for them on the website too. You can click a link on there. It's on the right sidebar of the website to look at their products. I've tried several of their products and they're amazing. And uh, they're a great paleo line of skincare. It's all natural. It's organic. It's paraben and fragrance free. It's vegan. You know, not that we paleos care about that, um, but it's you know it's not tested on animals. And uh, I also uh, love a locally made brand, and it's locally made in Los Angeles called Zatik. Z a t i k. And uh, they make each batch when it's ordered, so it's really, really fresh. And you can find it at Whole Foods in Los Angeles. Um, I'm sure you can order it online. Just uh, search for Zatik uh, Natural Products. Um, I also use the the whole line of Aubrey um, face lotions and shampoos and conditioners. And some of them have kind of a medicinal smell, which I like because I feel like it has kind of a medicinal clarifying effect on my skin. Some people don't like that. They want more of like smell like flowers or a rose or something. Um, I tend to like the more clarifying ones, so it's up to you. Um, I also love Dr. Hauschka's, uh, which you can also find at Whole Foods and online. Um, They're all natural, and they also use a lot of botanical herbs in the formulas. Um, They also have a really stringent um, 
like manufacturing uh, rules. It's very, like pharmaceutical grade products. They're very, very meticulous about how the products are processed and created. And um, they're also kind of medicinal smelling, but I, they're fantastic. They're all a little on the expensive side too, but they're totally worth it. Um, for the hair, I also, I love Alterna's bamboo line of organic spray hair oil and shampoo and conditioners. Um, because one thing I found is it's really hard to find a really good deep conditioning organic conditioner that works well enough for long hair, you know, because I need some deep conditioning going on in this hair. Um, or else it starts looking like straw. I look like the, the I look like the scarecrow at Wizard of Oz. Um, but Alterna's bamboo, it's totally organic. Um, it, it just says bamboo on the label. You don't see the word Alterna, but it's the word bamboo. They're amazing. And this is, unfortunately, it's, I also like, um, there's a, Alterna also has a hemp line that's really good. They have really good conditioners. Um, but there's really so many good lines. You just have to kind of poke around at your health food store and shop online for natural organic products. Um, like I said, Vitacost.com is great. Um, like I said, I also have the Amazon store for all the products I've recommended and, um, there's a lot more on the Amazon store than what I've recommended here. And, you know, they're all ones that I've tried and that I really like. And believe me, I've tried a lot of the products and there's a lot of stuff I really don't like. There's a lot of the natural products or they're a little stinky or they're sticky or they're just nasty, worthless ones that will not be on the Amazon store. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> And I'm also about to add the natural cleaners on there, uh, you know, for the, for the, you know, the ones that I found that actually work because some of the natural cleaners are they're pretty crappy out there. Um, but others work really, really well. So, you know, if you want to find all the products I mentioned on the show, just go check out the Live to 110 Amazon store. And like I said, you can find a link to the store on the right sidebar of my site. And there will also be a link in the transcript of this podcast in the blog post. Uh, but that's it. That's all I got. Yay, we did our first show together. In the hole. Done. Hello? Kate, are you there? Oh, well, I think we yes, lost. Yes, I am. Sorry. You are? Oh, did you have the mute button on? <laughs> yes, I didn't realize I had it on. Oh, no. Sorry. Yes, I'm excited. That was fun. <laughs> And very informative. I feel like I learned a lot too. Oh, good. Yeah, there's there's a lot to know about this subject. I mean, I've been, I've been literally studying these products since I I was a little kid, ever since I can remember, even before I was a teenager. So, I know a lot about the products, and there's I'm still learning. There's a lot to know. So I thought I could give the listeners a nice little overview of what they should be looking out for. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, you know, I also wanted to do this show because, you know, I have a lot of people asking me about what products they should be using. And, you know, I thought it was really important to scare the crap out of everyone to stop using all the toxic commercial garbage out there because it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to eat, you know, a super healthy paleo diet and then get cancer because you like the smell of your shampoo, you know. Um, So, Kate, everyone, it has been an honor spending this hour with you. Thank you so much for listening to the Live to 110 podcast. Thank you, everyone. And remember, please give us a good review on iTunes to help us get on the search engines in iTunes. And go check out our websites. I can be found at fitness-broad.com. And Wendy is at live2110.com. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. We love you.